Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. If you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. Well, today I do not have Nikki with me or Sarah with me. I have somebody else with me from Icon Real Estate, and she is new to our staff, and I want to introduce you to her because she has a really cool story to tell us. So this is Denise Steyert. How are you, Denise? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And, you know, you get to be a part of our introduction here. This is where we get a chance to banter and talk. So welcome. And, you know, we're going to have a special guest on that um, I think you're going to like. His name is Trey Tinsman. But before we get into that, I... I feel like that a lot of our listeners right now in the real estate market um, are buyers, more buyers than sellers, right? Gotcha. And, and you worked with me last year where the market was very similar, right? I mean- Yeah, you, it was tough. You wanted to buy a house and you, it, I, don't, I don't how long did it take? I can't even remember. Ten and a half months. Oh, you have it probably to the day, right? Pretty close. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> so we're not here to scare people, but like, let's talk about the reality. I want to dig into your head a little bit about what that experience was like. Walk us through the story of you and your family of kind of thinking about, okay, we might want to move. What did that really look like? Yeah. So um, we had decided we wanted to get some land um, along with a house. Uh -huh. um, we liked our house, uh, but it was in a neighborhood. And we just wanted some space to breathe. Yeah. Uh, and it seemed like every time that we found something, uh, either it was under contract yeah. before we even had a time yeah. to go look at it, yeah. or um, uh, cash offers would come in, which would bump our offer way off. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that was last year. Right. People were thinking that this year is crazy and insane. Well, we went through it last year. You went through it. For sure. And so as a client of mine, as a customer shopping for a house, you, you realized, uh, okay, I realized very quickly writing an offer with a home sale contingency was not working. And right. we went through that many times. I don't even know. You probably have a number in your head. Uh, I think we wrote like seven different offers. <laughs> yeah. And they had that home sale contingency. And so it just would get thrown away. Yeah. It didn't matter. Yeah. Um, just because we had that home sale contingency. Right. And I would say today is no different. I mean, if you have a, a house to sell, you might not be listing your house because you're looking for the perfect place. Right. Yeah. And you guys are looking for a cool place as well. And Absolutely. It just wasn't quite working out. So what did that do with your mental game? Like, how did that shift? You know, were you thinking... My life is over. I can't, I'll never find a house. Like, what were you guys thinking? Back Absolutely. Then? I mean, it was, we were trying to keep our house uh, in tip top shape. Yeah. Um, so that we could put it on in an instant if we needed to. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, which was stressful. Um, it was stressful just trying to be able to, to find the time to be able to go see these houses like mm -hmm. immediately whenever mm -hmm. they came on the market. Yep. Um, and then, uh, you know, later on in the process, we were like, we just need to put our house for sale so we can get rid of this home sale contingency, Yeah, which ended yeah. up helping us in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. I think an agent told you to do that, maybe. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but once you get to that point where you're like, 
emotionally, I am invested in this shopping process. I do know I want to move. It probably, at that time, did make sense for you to say, let's just trust the process and know that, like, I'm not going to be able to buy a house until I at least have mine under contract. That's right. Because then, if any seller is looking at one of your offers, they're going to say, okay, at least you're under contract. I don't have to, like, worry with this. And and then you have the competitive edge and a little bit of leverage to have them choose your offer. Exactly. So take us down that path. So you went a few months shopping without having it listed. Then we listed your house. There is even more drama that happened, but kind of bring us to the short and sweet of the story there. The the end game came. Um, We went under contract. Um, Didn't have that home sale contingency um, contingency. and uh, ended up finding the perfect house. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. Um, which is actually a dream. I feel like I live in a park. Um, and I'm so excited that that it just worked out exactly perfectly at the right time. Right. Uh, and and our closing dates even coincided. Yeah. So it was perfect. Yeah. You you have a really cool success story. and yes. Which is, I mean, why I wanted to have you come on and share a little bit about what happened last year. Because... It is scary, right? I it mean, is. to say I am going to just risk putting my house in the market, knowing that it's going to go under contract, Absolutely. and and in a market today, it's just like last year with your house. We're almost guaranteed to get it under contract because there's so many buyers out there. It doesn't matter the price point. If you're a listener, you can say, "Well, I'm in the same boat. I'm not going to list until I need to go find where I'm going to buy." Unfortunately, that's kind of like bogging down the cycle of For sure. the almost, real estate opening up, right? You almost have to um, you almost have to switch it yeah. and and switch your thinking and go backwards. Yeah. Um, go under contract and then find the the house and um, right. just pray that it's 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 out there and trust your realtor to to yeah. know to know you. Um, I really trusted you with the process right. and uh, you 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 know, you hit a home run for us. Well, you don't have to like stroke my back or hey, pat my back. I'm just you know? saying it, it's yeah. truthful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you know, I, in a normal, I would say normal market. You know, walk us back three or four years ago, as a real estate agent, I would absolutely have suggested you have to you have to sell your house. Normally, selling your house is more difficult than going to buy a house. In this market, it is reversed, and so therefore, people aren't listing their house because they're like, I don't know where I'm going to go. Right. And there's a lot of people in the area today I know that are not looking to leave town like you know and so there's people who want to just either upgrade their house downgrade their house just like with you find something with more land maybe just find something with less land and so they're staying in the local area which is bogging down the system of not listing their house because they're not able to buy the house that they want right so trusting the system trusting the process I think was a key game for you absolutely in the end yes coinciding closings worked out amazingly as an agent you just have to hope and pray like you said use that word pray to say is this going to work i know how to get people through that process but then you the client you have to like like a house as well absolutely (laughs) you have to find the house that you want that dream house for you for sure and it did pop up it did so i'm excited to share that story I, i want to also pick your brain on when you were shopping what were the things that you were looking for because we're going to get a chance to talk to somebody who helps with first impressions. Okay. So as a as a buyer, when you're out there shopping and you pull up the driveway, 
what do you see? You know, if you see something, you know, just kind of, we saw many, many houses. Absolutely. So give us some differences of what you saw in the housing market out there of first impressions. Sure. Um, you know, one of the uh, biggest things um, as you drive up, uh, you want things to look clean and fresh. Yeah. Um, you know that if you're um, coming up to a house that is well taken care of on the outside, that it's probably going to be just as well taken care of on the inside. Mm -hmm. If it's ran down on the outside, then it's like, oh, great. What kind of mess are we going to find on the inside? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you walk in the inside and then you start seeing little finishing touches that aren't right either. Right. Then you're like, all right, this is a big picture. Yeah. And I know your husband. He's very meticulous. Very picky. <laughs> very yes. detailed. So when we had those conversations, you first pull up the driveway and you guys are looking and you see a yard that needs weeds picked or branches that need to be trimmed or bushes that need to be pulled out or I mean you see that right what are your thoughts oh great we've got a lot of work to do <laughs> right uh, do we want to be working or do we want to be enjoying our house yeah um, we have active kids so we don't have a whole lot of time um, which a lot of people around our area seem to be yeah um, so we wanted a we can just come in and live right. rather than how many 50,000 projects are we going to have to do to make this up to par what we want. Exactly. And and speak, I mean, not that you're not capable of For sure. doing the work, but you're looking at it and you're scratching your head and you're like, okay, is this house worth the price? Absolutely. Because I see all this work that I didn't want to put into it. As right. opposed to on the flip side, if you see a house that has fresh mulch and there's no weeds to pick and it has... You know, flowers and, flowers and landscaping and absolutely. things that look good and the grass is cut and trimmed, then what are your first impressions? I mean, man, this this is going to be great. I yeah. can't wait to get inside and see what's going on. Exactly. So so there's your night and day. Absolutely. And straight from Denise, who did this last year. I mean, absolutely. you are a pro in shopping for houses. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're on the Icon team and you are our marketing manager and helping us out in the office. I love it. I'm excited to have you here, a part of the team. And um, so thank you for coming and sharing your story because I believe that there's tons of people in your boat right now that can hear a success story and say, it works. Right? Absolutely. Thanks so, for having me. Well, yeah, absolutely. And so here we have coming up an interview that I did just a couple days ago with Trey Tinsman from TNT Landscaping. And he will walk us through exactly what he can do to help with that exterior first impression. So here's my conversation with Trey. Hey, Trey. Hello, Mark. How are you? Doing well, buddy. Well, thanks so much for coming in. And it, this um, conversation we're about to have is funny because you have been a really cool, um, proactive, I would say marketing person, just letting us know that you're out there. And yeah. you just sent our entire Icon team an email saying, hey, how about spring cleaning? Yeah. You know, like, let, let your clients know, let your people know. And here you are. Yes, sir. This, yeah. is, this is cool because, like... You know, not many people think about landscaping as a part of real estate, but we're going to dive into, I think, that first impression makes a big difference. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. yeah. So before we get into that, just tell us about yourself. Like, how, um, how, how long have you been here in Winchester? I am born and raised actually here in Winchester. Awesome. Um, so graduated. We call it your townie, right? Like townie. You're, you're from, yeah, from town. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, yeah. So graduated from James Wood High School in uh, 2010. And okay. Um, didn't go too far. Went to Shepherd, um, played some football there, and nice. came back home and 
Been here ever since. Nice. What yeah. position? Did you play quarterback, actually. Quarterback. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Got that motivation. We. What was your record? Do you remember? Um, we we won championships every year. Really? Um. Yeah. So we were pretty good for D two. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Do you ever think about going pro or doing anything like? Hey, you everybody know? has these <laughs> dreams, but you know they get shut down quickly sometimes. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. So then you moved back to Winchester. I did. What drew you back into town? Um family super uh family person we're very tight and um we're all kind of just stick together and probably nobody's going to move away yeah. so yeah we're gonna stay here awesome yeah so then tell us about what got you into the world of landscaping like what drew you into doing that business um so it's kind of funny um well I, really i've been doing exterior landscaping work with your hands for a long long time uh-huh. um but prior to covid um, I was a personal trainer okay. at Valley Health at the hospital. Yeah. Um, so I had a lot of clientele and a lot of good people there that you talk to, and you, it's basically marketing. Yep. Um, so when COVID hit, everybody was losing hours, and a lot of my clientele trust me to do work at their home, mm. and it just wouldn't stop. Mm. And it kept going and going, and um, my wife was like, you need to do something about this. So we did the LLC, and... Huh. It's been history ever since. So walk me through the transition of Valley Health to mm-hmm. then you went to people's houses. Yeah. So to do training. Well, for I would train them at the hospital or at the gym uh-huh. on campus. Yeah. But then once we were shut down at the gym, um, I was looking for something to do, and that's where it was. Yeah, I couldn't sit yep. around at home or do yep. nothing. So um, word of mouth like was like fire and it just wouldn't stop so me and my wife was like let's make a let's little business it. and yeah it's it's been a leap of faith yeah. so you've been on your own basically yep. um do you have any workers that work for you yep so i do uh i have a couple um here and there that come when i need some help i have some high school boys that i get uh-huh. after school sometimes so uh-huh. i'm trying to keep it moving keep try to keep get bigger and bigger and bigger yep nice so yep. would you who do you think is your target audience of like people who you've helped out it, I mean, it sounds like it started from just contacts and friends around yes. town yep how has that grown do you do you just are you working with just houses or do you do other things around town um, for outside landscaping yeah i would say probably 80 percent is residential okay and then i'm starting to get in commercial um really just word of mouth has been huge i put signs up mm-hmm. i do kind of market myself market mm-hmm. business uh, my trailer is like a billboard on wheels yeah so it's been it's been pretty cool talk about the name like the process of creating your llc and coming up with the name of a company i know it's kind of like you know almost having a baby right like so what how did you come up with the name tnt um so tnt actually stands for trey nicole tinsman which is my wife Uh uh-huh okay Um, so it kind of has a good ring to it it has a good meeting and um i really love it i had my best friend uh alan um design the logo okay which is i think is awesome looking yep. and um it's just it's not what you know it's who you know so yep. it's been great well look for us on instagram or facebook and we're gonna have your stuff out there so cool. check out that logo because yeah, yeah i agree it's yeah. kind of cool yeah it's very neat yeah well let's dive into the landscaping business itself you know um so walk us through some of a typical job that you might do um for a customer for outside exterior yeah landscaping. so um i guess more customers than than usual usually just like their mulch. They yep. like their trimming. Yeah. Um they like their cleanup. Um and that's great stuff. It really is. Everybody needs that. Um but we also dive deeper into grading, okay. um, hydro seating, fixing um 
say you got a f- like a floodplain area, you need some soil fixed up. Yeah. Um, a lot of crazy things. It's not just clean up and what you see um, from the curbside like we do with you guys. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But there's a lot of other things that we do to take care of people. Yeah, yeah. And one of the big things that uh, I think it makes sense to talk about that we see as real estate agents and not every client I feel like thinks about is water and the the grading and the slope of yeah. the ground and how water intrusion can be probably mostly present prevented from the exterior as opposed to inside of the house and trying to patch things up and seal things from the inside. Yeah. What have you seen around town and how you work to help houses out in preventing water damage? Yeah. Um, like a lot of these, uh, neighborhoods that go up really fast, Mm -hmm. um, they don't really worry, worry about the grading. They Mm -hmm. really don't. They want the house to go up and boom, you're done. Um, so we've had several, several customers, call us to get the water away from their house mm-hmm. um, and kind of just make sure everything flows where it needs to go and um, come in with nice topsoil, make sure it's graded correctly, you know, put some seed down or even some hydro seeding and they have a brand new great looking lawn. It's a small investment, but yeah. it goes a long way for resale yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, educate me because I only know so much about landscaping. You say hydro seeding. Give yes. Me, I, that's a word I don't know yet. So um, what does that even mean? So I guess most people think of uh, throwing seed down and then putting straw on top and, mm-hmm. you know, grass comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, hydro seeding is a mix of newspaper um, broken down, mm-hmm. water, and seed. Okay. And it kind of shoots out blue. So you have a, a – your lawn looks like a smurf. It's okay. bright, bright yeah. blue. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but it takes it, – the seed sits into the newspaper, germinates, and – you have a beautiful looking lawn. You it's can like go a my fire work. hose, right? You're just out there and you just shoot yeah. it, shoot it out in the yard, and it comes out. Yep. So it does it do a better job of sticking to the ground because you don't need that straw. Essentially, um, kind of. Yes. It, it you know it has something to sit into in that newspaper, mm-hmm. and it germinates you know a lot faster, more efficient. Mm-hmm. And um, if you water it like you're supposed to, it turns out pretty neat. And pretty what cool. what kind of grass seeds work best around here? Like, is there a specific kind of grass that's in that hydro seeding that you like to we do? We stick to uh, Kentucky Blue okay. is what we usually do. Um, it's thick. It's green. It's pretty. It's what people want to see. Um, so that's what we kind of stick to here. Got it. Got it. And that grows the best, quickest. Yeah, it yeah. does. Good. Yep. Good. Durable. So if, if you were out there marketing yourself to say, hey, I can help spring cleaning, you know, mm-hmm. which it's almost time I'm out there in my own backyard just trying to fix things up right what can the listeners do what what can a standard homeowner do to maybe either make your job easier or help the process along the way uh, so it's not a complete just like train wreck like what are sure. what are things that homeowners should um, do for themselves in their own house you know come come right at March you know, like today's March 1st um, take a walk outside mm-hmm. um, see what your bushes your shrubs look like if they're maybe diseased from the winter something could have happened um, you might have dead branches all over the place yeah, you might have a shrub that's completely dead mm-hmm. um, that needs to be pulled out um, so just doing a quick walk around look assess everything mm-hmm. um, you might notice something that I don't even notice because it's your home yeah um, so that kind of helps yeah. that kind of thing yeah and as far as weeds like <laughs> That's that's a struggle, you know, yeah, and absolutely. and I feel like that weeds can grow and pop up all the time in the grass, and some people just really try to make their yard perfect. What does it take to get a perfect yard and maintain it? Is that something that you do also to kind of Sir. help clients on a regular basis? What's a typical program? Yeah, it's look like? um, it's not as easy as it looks. You need really need to baby your lawn if you want it to be top notch mm-hmm. in your neighborhood. Um, 
you got to do, you know, fertilization, um, aerating. Mm-hmm. Um, you can even do soil tests to see what your soil needs. Um, so a lot of a lot of things that go into it, and that's what you you do as yes, well, sir. right? Yeah. yeah so fertilization. Because actually... again, I'm a clueless person, so like <laughs> I'll just look at my yard. I might cut it, cut the grass when it needs it, and yeah. then I'm done. You yeah. know, and then weeds keep popping up, and I have no clue what to do. Yeah, and you know nowadays they have the weed and feed, so you can actually fertilize and take care of the crabgrass and the stuff that shouldn't be there. Okay. Um. So that's a really good application that you know you can do yourself. You can call us to do it. I'm actually getting certified right now to to do that for commercial residential all that so nice yeah. yeah so what does a certification mean what does that look like um it's kind of just a course it's a it's a course that you just study and you end up taking a test make mm-hmm. sure you're doing the right formulas mm-hmm. make sure you're doing the right amounts um so, so we hurt no so you know that you've been educated and you can share with any old client and say okay yeah i, I know about this stuff certified yeah. You know exactly licensed and whatever yeah i, I use the word licensed because i'm a realtor yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and so i i think i'm catching a little drift here is it's kind of a combination effort of a homeowner and you that partner together to mm-hmm. come alongside to make the yard look good yeah. right i yeah. mean what's that do you also go around and, and cut grass for people as well yeah absolutely a, kind um, of a common thing mm-hmm. yeah we uh we actually do mowing for residential and commercial okay <clears throat> so once we get your lawn looking beautiful yeah we'll make it look great with mowing um so it's a little nice. bit of a tag team thing yeah. nice nice how far <laughs> of an area do you cover i mean do you go outside of winchester you, you go into West Virginia? Do you go Shenandoah County? Like, how far have you traveled to, to do work for people? Um, a, a large majority is here in Winchester. Mm-hmm. Um, we do travel to obviously, you know, like Stephen City. We go to Clark County, mm-hmm. um, but we also go to you know Front Royal, okay. Warren County area, take care of them people. Yep. Um, but yeah, we we're getting bigger slowly, going outside Winchester. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, what's a, a typical day look like for you? I mean. What do you, when you wake up, you know, what, what are the things that you, you do? Um, um, how early do you get out and about to hit the streets to, to go to work? Yeah. So I guess like right now we let it warm up a little bit uh-huh. and get to work. Um, but you know, during the summer we're out there six thirty while it's nice and cool. Yeah. Um, you know, get all the materials ready, prep for the day before, make sure you have everything and, uh, load up some water and get your hands dirty. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a long day. I imagine yeah, it can be. Yep. What do you, what do you typically do at the end of the day to unwind? I mean, you, you said you have a wife. Do you have family, kids? Uh, not yet. We not just yet? got married in this past October. Awesome. So, yeah, Congratulations. Really, thank you. So you're you're getting there. So yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. So what do you do to unwind? I mean, any kind of hobbies? You um, pick up the football anytime recently? Every now and then. <laughs> every now and then we do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but me and my wife, you know, we we love to hang out at our new house. Um, we got a pond. We like fishing. We like doing outdoor stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just hang with family and awesome. Stay close. Yeah. So I um I'll end us with this. Typically for all of our interviews, we have five what's called iconic questions. Okay. So these five iconic questions, just off the top of your head. Okay. Give us an answer of what you yeah what first comes to mind. So this is easy. Okay. okay. No all pressure. Right. I'm in. Yeah. Question number one. Okay. Um, what's your favorite restaurant in town, or one of your favorite restaurants? Yeah. You know, I gotta say, Manaletti's in town on Valley yeah, Avenue. Th- yes, they is, have just popped up. Yeah, that is incredible food. I've been there yeah. only a couple times. Yeah, me and my wife, my mom and dad, we love it. Yeah, it is delicious. Yep, and great food. Yeah, and 
I love Mexican food, so yeah, can't go wrong there. Yeah, the atmosphere and the people there are just they're really cool. Yep, yeah. awesome, love it. Question number two, you kind of just touched on this, but give us what is something you love about your neighborhood, um, about where you live. Where I live um, is kind of it's out Route Fifty, mm-hmm. um, so we're we got some land and stuff. But yep. where we live, you know, it's it, the wildlife. Mm-hmm. You see wildlife daily. Um, neighbors, everybody works together. It's yeah. really a community that's kind of far apart, but cool. everybody's together. Yeah. Um, so it's really neat. Yeah. 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 That kind of touches on the third question. Question number three, why is Winchester a great place to live? And you being from here, yeah, you can speak to it. So yeah, it's, why? uh, you know, it's a special place. It really is. Everybody helps each other. Um, like I said earlier, um, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. And if you have a good supporting cast, like a lot of people in Winchester do, people won't let you fail. Yep. No, that's exactly right. I love it. And so question number four, where do you meet or even spend time with your friends in Winchester? Um, where do you go? What's the together, local hangout? You know, we like to walk down here in downtown. Yep. Um, grab some food and maybe a beer or two and, you know, just hang with friends and family. That's yeah. all we really do. Yeah, the da- downtown is like grown, I'm sure, since yeah. you've seen it. It's still you know, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. New restaurants. It's pretty, yep. pretty neat. Uh, last question. Um, this might be challenging for somebody who's from town because you know everything about it. But what is one of Winchester's hidden gems? What do you think is something here in town that people just don't know about as much? Um, let's see. I'd say the history. My wife hmm. and some of her friends, they really love the history here. Yeah. Um, it's super haunted. I don't know if a lot of people know that. <laughs> no. But Tell us. Give us a haunted I story. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we watched Ghost Hunters the other night, and Valerie Hill was on it. Um, yes. the, new, the old Joe Steakhouse. Was it really was on? on? No way. It was really neat. Yeah. It was on there? There's so much history. So I know the owners. That's going to bring... I need to get them in here for an, an yeah. episode. Right. I know the owners there, and I've heard stories from years ago when they first started that Valerie Hill business. Yeah. And it's really neat. It's impressive. Yeah. Even people have talked about this building that we're in right here. Really? They've shared that there's potentially haunted stuff. It's just crazy. I don't believe it, but at one point in time, this building, uh, it's called the Kurtz Building. Um, it was originally built to be a kind of a carpentry kind of shop for furniture. One of the things back in the day that you would make for furniture were coffins. So there's all right. kinds of stuff that I guess was happening in and out of this building. Sure, so, see? There you go. Yeah, multiple buildings they're all over the place. It's <laughs> crazy. Hidden gems. We need to start up a business that's like a ghost tour business downtown here. Wouldn't there, that be we, cool? My wife and some of our friends did it during Halloween. Yeah? They, yeah, we just walked around town. Walk around and do it? I think it's SU professor. Okay. Um, yeah. Maybe it, ex- maybe it exists already. We'll have to figure it out. I think it, it does, out. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, just lastly, like, where can um, people find you? Give us your... Again, your name again, your phone number, website, whatever you think people should know. Yeah, so uh, my business is TNT Landscaping and Lawn Care. Yep. Um, you can find us on Facebook at uh, TNT Landscaping 1-1. Okay. Um, you can see the stuff we've done. There's pictures. Um, you can, you'll can. you see my trailer. It's a yep. billboard on wheels. Yep. You'll see me around town all the time. Yep. Um, but my phone number is 540-533-4222. Yep. Uh, um, give me a call get a free quote and yep. you know, meet a great person and awesome that's what this is all about we yeah. want to get people to understand and you said something earlier i just touched on lastly but you know people help each other out yeah man. you know and Absolutely. so the more you know of who's in town that you can trust yep. there you go so trey yep. we trust you hey. appreciate it thank you much thanks man, man. Yeah, wow 
Wow, thank you so much, Trey. Um, it's just awesome to hear how there is just a, a growth in some people creating their own businesses. It's I, I love it. I love how you can just take something out of a COVID pandemic where your current job is not working, and you're like, man, what else can I be doing with my life? I'm gonna get out there and hit the streets, find some com- find some customers, go fix some yards, and just grows and grows and grows in just a couple year time frame. You know, and there's there's also just just something to the effect of how like knowing local people, knowing um, referrals from people that you can trust to say, yeah, this is somebody who will get the job done for you. And so take it from me. I've only known Trey for about a year now, and he has knocked out many houses for me with great landscaping, good prices, is quick, courteous, um, loyal, he'll, he'll get the job done, he knows what he's talking about, he'll keep you posted, and trust me, I mean, he if you haven't seen him or met him, he is a big dude, and so he can lug some things around, he can uh, get some mulch in that yard quick for you, so take it from me, um, you, know, you know, there's plenty of people who I refer to that I've known for many, many years, and there's that kind of camaraderie that I've known, but Trey, I think, is going to be around with us for a while and uh, growing that landscape business, so thanks so much, shout out to you. For all of you people who want that curb appeal, um, like Denise and I were talking about in the beginning, he's your man. So let's move on to a couple other fun segments. I really, um, you know, I, I do have fun with this because it's it's neat to see what's out there on social media. So let's have our segment of what's new and crazy on social media. And I, I'm scrolling different posts. And again, my feeds are just all real estate based, real estate business. There's all kinds of agents out there doing some cool videos and things like that these days. But one just stuck to me that is not real estate related that is really cool. So I grew up playing soccer, playing basketball. And there is what's in, what they're calling a smart basketball. It, it's this interactive component where it's a real live basketball. It looks like it's yellow. And it's on my Instagram feed where it's, it's obviously an ad. But they're showing kids just dribbling the basketball back and forth like crazy. And you, you can look at a, at a phone or a tablet and an app, and there's coaches on that screen showing you exactly what to do, how to do it, how to bounce the ball. And then it, on your screen, it has little dot images that are blue that you, sh- you should be hitting the basketball and having the ball pop up to hit those spots. And it's like a game. So it's like a, a actual video game. Real life, you're growing your your craft with learning how to bounce the ball. It was, in, I mean, I'm glued <laughs> to this ad. Smart basketball, really cool. Um, yeah, so I don't know if you're a smart basketball company out there. I'll give you a shout out. That works for me. But I just thought that was really cool. Of all the nonsense of social media, political posts, and all these different kind of goofy videos that are out there, that one stood out. So shout out to smart basketball. If I was a kid and if I was learning how to play basketball, I would want that thing. So. Um, let's move on also to what's new in the world of icons. So you heard um, Denise earlier and how I mentioned that she's kind of a new person on staff at Icon. Uh, basically, she's doing marketing for us, so marketing manager. We've got a couple new people in the growth of our company that I just want to give you a quick spotlight on that. So we have Francine, who is now our new office 
manager kind of handling just what goes on with the office, making sure that when you show up, you're comfortable and you have the snacks that you need and the drinks and the coffee and things like that. We have a business manager, Mary Jo. Um, we also have Denise, who I mentioned, who you guys met earlier, um, marketing. And then there's a couple other people who are there at the front desk as well. Susan, want to give her a shout out. Olivia is helping me out and working and doing things on the side. So we have an incredible team at Icon. Um, beyond our agents, working behind the scenes to help make sure that this thing is moving forward and growing. So come check us out. Um, you can pop by our offices on 2 North Cameron Street. Um, we've got Wi-Fi available. If you just want to pop pop in and just take a break for 10 minutes, grab some coffee, have it on us, that works for me. So show up, say hello, and one of those ladies will be at the front there to meet you and greet you. So that is our Icon Spotlight. Let's move on to um, what's happening in the local area. And I'm going to hit essentially just Winchester right now because um, since I live in the city, you get stuff in the mail. And there was an activity guide that came in that I just thought was kind of impressive. And I, mean, I, I know that the city has lots of different things going on. But this is the spring 2022 guide for what's happening in the city. And they have a couple special events coming up. There is an Easter egg hunt that they're promoting, saying that you can you can show up for that. They have fitness classes. Um, and one stood out to me. I had no idea that they have a line dancing class. That is not me. I would never go to that. But let me just say, I thought that's kind of cool that the city has line dancing classes on Tuesday nights at 6 o'clock. I'm also scrolling through the rest of the, the booklet here. And there's some other additional creative clubs there's cookie decorating workshops. There's dog training classes there that you can get from, from at the city, a nature land walk, all kinds of stuff. There's music lessons that they're showing you. I mean, let me just say, the, the city has a lot of stuff happening there, especially at Jim Barnett Park. So those are the upcoming activities. And even if you wanted to do swim classes, you can start registration. So that's kind of the, the latest one that I'm looking at um, if you wanted to have any kind of swim training classes for your kids, over the next couple of weeks is the deadline for that to sign up as well at the city. So you can find all those things in, at the Parks and Rec Division of Winchester, Virginia, and uh, go to their website to look it up, Google any of those different activities. Jim Barnett Park is where a lot of the things are held. So I would just say check that out. Those are a lot of really cool up-and-coming spring local activities for Winchester, Virginia. Well, thanks so much for joining us in this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope you learned something from today's episode and really look forward to sharing more with you even next week. Remember, when you're looking for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. And we really want to thank you for spending your valuable time with us. And if you want to take a moment, share this with other people that you know. Leave us a rating review. Like us on Facebook, like us on Instagram, find us and share or subscribe, download um, the episodes every single week, get it out there to your friends. We want to help this community out. So until next time, think iconic. Think iconic.